0: Welcome to the Paragon Podcast, where we speak with local charities and changemakers to see how they're making a difference. I'm your host, Anthony Marini. Welcome back to the show and to our 11th episode. Today, I'm speaking with Sam Potorti, uh, who is currently calling in from Amsterdam. He has quite an impressive skill of building up social media presence. And to date, he has scaled two separate social media accounts At Tuscanian says, and at Milano says to about 100,000 and 130,000 followers, respectively. Currently, he's further putting those media and marketing skills to good use in his latest project, My Vitae, a website with informative guides on various certifications. We'll get into those in a little bit, but for now, Sam, it's uh, it's really nice to have you back on the show and it's nice to see you again.
1: Thank you, Anthony. Same is here.
0: How is uh how is everything? How's work from home treating you?
1: Yeah, it's pretty challenging, you know, not seeing phases around, but I think it's okay. Yeah,
0: definitely. Uh yeah. it, it takes some time to get used
1: to Yeah, absolutely. Some settling time, you know. But yeah. after that, you are good to go. Yeah,
0: exactly. So um let's dive into this because there is a lot to talk about. As I mentioned, you're successfully operating two social media accounts at Tuscanian says and at Milano says. They're both Instagram dictionaries of dialects, Tuscan dialect as, as well as the Milanese dialect. You know what got you interested in social media in the first place and what was the idea behind starting these two accounts?
1: Okay, yeah. It was quite casual because yeah I liked social media and the, the shapes of social media, you know the the fame. You you became famous around your your people, you know, and that was one factor that interested me a lot. But also, I discovered that social media is quite a useful uh, medium of communication, as everybody knows, because it it gets to people's emotion if you put the right pressure on some feelings, like the dialect. Dialect is an essential feeling, essential point in somebody's culture. So one you can get to the the, the meaning of the dialects, the the shapes of the various Italian dialects. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of Italian dialects you know it. and one once you can get into it in the people of of the place of Tuscany or of Milan, it's it's really a a strong point of communication because yeah it, it's quite like my my grandma said this like. 100 years ago, and now I'm reading it, but in a humorous key in English. So it's like tradition and innovation in one Instagram post.
0: Okay, so you're like you're you're bringing this tradition and culture forward, and in, in kind of like a
1: new medium. Exactly, exactly.
0: Okay, yeah. And and what I find interesting is these accounts don't just attract Italian citizens; there are also quite a few people from, from other parts of the world following these accounts as well. So is the idea to, to, to potentially share this dialect and, and share this culture with, with other people as well.
1: Yeah, there is an increasing pattern of people like from Turkey, from the UK, from America as well, you know. But the the, the trend is for these people to get to know the dialect, not being there, but following this page. So they, they can use it in a slang manner, with their friends also not being Tuscan, you know? Right. So right. They, they share this this common ground, but not being in Tuscany. So it's pretty it's pretty a, a heavy communication pattern there.
0: So let's talk about the content a bit, because uh, you know I have been through quite a few your posts now and, and a lot of them are really funny. What's what's the key to developing content that people actually want to consume and people want to look at?
1: My target audience is like between 14 and 28 years old. So the things that interest this target audience are like, we want to change the system and we are on our career paths and we are innovators and this kind of thing. So if you can really ID the driver of a people's interest, like, okay, I I, I want to picture uh, a man that follows to Scannion says. Okay, okay. I, the attributes that I give him are okay. He is maybe he has an average job. He he wants humoristic content that breaks his day in in pieces. So he he wants to read the content, laugh about it, and then bury it. But afterwards, when he gets home, he wants to talk about that piece of content with his wife. You right. Know? <laughs> <laughs> so it has to be humorous in the sense that uh, people want to talk about it also after they already read it and digested it. Right. So, yeah, a combination of key features like uh, heavy words or this, um, I call it macaroni English, that is like Italian and English (laughs) in in one language. It's very funny for Italians because many, many Italians actually talk this way. Yes, you know? that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So all this feature puts it together. Yeah, they're a good mix. I realized that.
0: Okay, so that's interesting. So you, you really do get to know your, your target audience then.
1: Exactly, exactly. We, we also picture, okay, uh, this post uh, wants to get to, to who? Yeah, so I have to picture it in my mind. You know, it's a combination of picture your target and act upon that picture.
0: And, and has is, is that an evolving process? Does that change over time as you release content and you see how people react to
1: it? Okay, yeah. In the first post, it was like, okay, we have to picture firstly our target. But now uh, our content, it's a bit repetitive right. because the words are uh, are ending. they're they're not infinite, some words overlap in in the content target. So yeah, we recycle a lot of ideal targets and pictures and we tailor uh, content upon that. So yeah, we have like 15 target audience. We just aim into that direction.
0: Got it. And uh, I also noticed something interesting. You guys recently delved into, you know, merch. You're selling sweaters and and t-shirts now that carry that brand and in, and in, in some of the um, the posts on your account. Tell me the decision to uh, to kind of go into branded products. Is it something that you 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 kind of want to grow?
1: It's not uh, about money. We are not in for the for the money. We are in for the community that we are creating. So yeah. uh, I I don't mind like getting like 10 euros yeah it, it's it's okay it's a nice revenue 10 euros per item but right i want to uh, go outside and see people with my sweater you know right with, right. W- with that piece of dialect I, I see it on other people, and I say, "Oh God, I, I I made that." You know, you are carrying your dialect. You are a great person. You know, so <laughs> it's more about the community and the people uh, going to each other and say, sharing their sweater. Like, "Oh look, uh, I'm Ganzo."
0: Yeah, <laughs> you,
1: know? you know, it's it's about that. We are not in for the money. We 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 want not to. Uh, Expand our business incredibly, scale up. No, no, we are just building a community.
0: And it looks like you guys have been doing really well so far. I mean, like 230,000 followers between the two accounts. Like, that's that's pretty incredible. Those are ridiculous numbers, especially in Thank so, you. Uh, yeah, so yeah, little time. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I recognized it. This also, this pattern that people say, says also like, yeah, they're incredible. They're a huge yeah. number. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I reckon that.
0: So, so let's shift gears now, because I know you certainly have been working on the social media accounts for a while, for a little while, but you have a more recent project called my Vitae. And my understanding is that it's, it's a website that gives explanations and guides uh, to various certification programs. So there's, I think 20 plus at the moment, things like CFA, Excel essentials uh, you know, Bloomberg market concepts uh, and the list is, is, is continuing to grow. What are your plans with this project and, and why did you launch it in the first place?
1: Okay, my vita was originated by one phrase. The, the phrase was, why not exploiting my original need to develop something others would value? In the sense that I am pursuing my bachelor mm-hmm. and I want to add something more than my bachelor in my CV. How can I do that? Right. I can do an internship. Yeah, but an internship consume, is time-consuming. They want you full-time. You have to, to go and apply and positions and, and you got rejected. It's it's a huge process. Right. Why not engaging in something more theoretic in the sense that you can pursue a certification from home now that there is COVID and, yeah. and follow e-learning courses. So it's more easy in the sense that less time consuming and maybe it can give you a better return right so my vita is just a list as you said of certificates yeah i tell about the certificate uh, like what is the cost uh, where can you find more information and this kind of things
0: yeah no i mean it's it's incredibly helpful because you know we've talked about this a little bit before but in in my experience as well uh, a lot of these programs have are difficult to find information on online. And there really is no single directory showing the list of certifications. And that and that's what you've, the space that you filled, you're creating this database per se, and you're creating this directory and, and kind of giving people that information that they need to make that decision of which certification to pursue. So it, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of
1: sense. Thank you. I value it really.
0: You launched this only about a week, a week and a half ago, I think, is what you said. What, what's been the response? Like, are, are people like saying this? This is something they're they need. Is something they're using?
1: Okay. So until now, I have like a small pool of uh, feedback because uh, I have not that far reach on LinkedIn, right? And people, yeah, a maximum of two hundred people, uh, unique visitors visited my website in the past seven days it's 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 not bad it's great but um i want to reach more and more people like you me people undergraduate graduated this kind of people to help them but yeah that, that's it for now
0: i mean it it only has been a week so i i would expect that you know these early days are going to be obviously it's going to take time but uh, like 200 for the first week is is still those are solid numbers so bringing in some of the experience that you've had building up these social media accounts how do you plan to go about growing community around my Vitae?
1: okay yeah I think that the key point is one that we already discussed and it's picturing the target. Uh, right. market the, right. the target audience because i I really have to picture what kind of certifications and what kind of information want people to know about a certification right so it's yeah totally about imagining what people want and give them uh, and give it to them so I have like a google form in my vita that uh, ask five quick questions about people that already took the certification and wants to give a feedback so that I can include that feedback on the page. And with that feedback, I think I, I tailored these this questions with some feedback that I already had before the website creations. And yeah, with these with responses, I, I can be able to target the audience.
0: So it's, it, it really is about creating that feedback loop with your target audience and just acting on what they're saying.
1: I think that is essential. You have to treat your customers. Right. We can say that. Unique. You, you have to really, it's not about one size fits all. No, it's nothing about that.
0: Right, right. Okay. So you didn't mention this at the beginning, but we first met at the, the FT Bocconi Challenge about a year ago now. Uh, So in February of of, of 2020, and for those who don't know, it's an international case competition uh, that's jointly hosted by the financial times and Bocconi university. Last year, we were all in, in London, uh, London, England, about a, about a hundred, of us and competed in a 24 hour case competition with topics uh, related to AI fashion, FinTech and sustainability. And the focus was, was around digital disruption. So with that in mind, Uh, You know, how did the competition kind of impact the way you thought about some of these projects?
1: Okay. Yeah. The competition was very valuable because uh, to get to know a lot of people like about you and me. So it's great that we gathered there. And um, the mentors were very valuable also because Mm -hmm. I had like some mentors that were experienced in marketing because I was in the marketing branch. Right. Uh, yeah. And yeah, the, they were really knowledgeable, and uh, they did know the stuff they were talking about. So some pills of marketing I got from there, <laughs> you know, the picturing the, the target audience, I got yeah. it from there. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty impressive, actually. I, I think it's a great initiative the financial times uh, bocconi challenge it was valuable indeed
0: yeah so definitely some big takeaways uh some exactly. learning you that... know
1: my, my entire business model yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> no that's good that's good honestly i have uh, a similar experience like yeah, i thought it was fantastic and, and frankly just yeah to you meet, too yeah just to meet people across the uh the world right like th- th- that's the reason we're connecting right now. Is exactly. <laughs> you know, I know right. you're through this, uh, this, this awesome competition, but, uh, yeah. Leading into the, uh, the end of the interview here, what do you have planned for the future? Uh, you've got some incredible projects on your plate. Are, are you looking to kind of, to continue to build and continue to grow on these existing projects or do you have some additional projects in the, uh, in the pipeline as well?
1: Okay my target career is like in finance so the complete opposite of everything I'm yeah. doing <laughs> until now but I think this adds some entrepreneurial and intrapreneurial skills to right. my, to my person to my life being you know and yeah I think I will have my vita on my side for a while because it's more non-profit, non-for-profit. It's more right. like for fun, for helping others to pursue some certifications that are listed online, and you are—they are free to to get. Go get them, you know. I think my vita will be on my side for for a while.
0: That's awesome. No, it's a, it's a great initiative. I, I 100% agree. So for, for those who want to follow your progress and to keep up with what you're doing. How can they do so and, and what social media channels should they uh, should they follow you on?
1: Okay, I would advise to connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, I would love that. And you can also visit the website, uh, myvitagroup.com. It's free. And yeah, you can see my progress from LinkedIn and we can chat. No, no worries.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, thanks again, Sam. And, and once again, for those who are listening, uh, you can follow support and learn more about uh, Sam and his various projects by connecting with him on LinkedIn first and foremost, but also by visiting his website, which um, my Vitae group, which I will post in the, uh, in the description of the podcast below. And also if you're interested, his two social media accounts, I definitely recommend following, they're very funny, at Tuscanian says, and at Milano says, they will also be in the description below. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, stay happy, stay hungry, and stay humble. See you on the next one. You've been listening to the Paragon Podcast. To ensure that you don't miss an episode, subscribe or follow us on Instagram at paragon.podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.